The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You are good to go. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is blitzed at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And if you missed the first hour, we had a lot of Derek Lewis talk. Since not only did he kick ass, but we all cashed on it. A little Texas talk, as always. A little Rockets talk. And a little college basketball talk. About that. It's a pretty uh, interesting first hour. A lot of good stuff to come here. So uh, don't go anywhere. And uh, Eric Warner going to join us today? He is going to join us today. In, in studio or? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Last one on the road. But he's like, because we missed last week, obviously. Did He'll we? be back <laughs> next week. And we're going to be drinking beer. Awesome. I think I'm going I'm to bring. Uh, I, well, it depends. If my beer is ready, if he's got it uh, ready to go, we may have that. Otherwise, I'm going to bring in a few uh, of the old cellared Carbock. Uh, fun series that I've got. Oh, cool. And we can crack those and share them and get some tasting notes from Eric. Awesome. Uh, all right. So somebody mentioned Jeff Bezos has been interested in buying an NFL team and anything would be better than Cal. I hate to break it to you. Cal is not selling the team. He has no other way to make money. Uh, and he, this is his life. So he's got no other life skills. I mean, yes. Would I rather have anybody owning the team right yes. now? Um, yeah, I, I would, but it, it's not going to happen, and I know everybody wants to get their hopes up. But if you ask Cal, I will not sell the Tim team. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> and Gary said, when I come home and all the lights are off in my apartment, I have a flashback and momentary gasp until I can turn the lights on. You know what I I, I thought was that I kind of had psychologically going on before we got to the hotel? It's like I knew the power's off. I know the lights are off, and yet every time I'd go in a bathroom or something, I'm trying to turn the light on. It's just mentally you're trained to push yeah. the button, right? And it's like, oh, damn, I forgot the lights. Dude, I did that like three times in, in two hours. I was trying to figure out, uh, so with the generator, the, at my, on my house, there's a an outlet on my back porch that says for generator only. And you plug your generator into that, and then you can get it, like there's a, a, a matching plug on the inside that you can run everything off of. Right. For whatever reason, I was I was nervous about the voltage of it because I've never used it. I've never had to run the generator. So I was nervous that it was like, for whatever, it's not a 110. So I got a multimeter to check the, the voltage on it. And I plug it into, the, uh, plug it into the, the prongs in, and it's like zero. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? And then after about 10 minutes, I realized the power's off, dummy. Like, you just checked the power <laughs> while there's no power being put to the house. Not of course it's wise, zero. Guys. Yeah, the, the, the wife's been talking about maybe maybe we should buy a generator. And it's like, well, because because the furnace won't come on because it's tied to the electricity. And I'm like, 
we're not going to need it for the furnace. If we need a generator, it's going to be because we need air conditioning, most likely. And I, I don't know if it's worth the investment for something that you got to crank up every month. And maybe maybe we use it one time in five years, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and besides, we got one on the RV, and I'm kind of like, worst case scenario, we got that. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm, I, I've already decided uh, that I, 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 my next truck, these 2021 Fords, have a generator yeah. built into them. Yeah. And I was seeing people who were like running their house off of their truck. That's the move. That's the move. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I powered all my uh, my space heaters, a lamp, and the television uh, for 12 hours on a quarter tank of gas. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's and the cool thing about that is you, you may never need it, but you'll need a truck. Yeah, you always need a truck. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, I like that plan. I want, and I've been pushing my wife for us to budget for a whole home generator, which during the rest of times would always work, but I saw so many people who had theirs failed because the natural gas lines yeah. were frozen, and they were like, yep. well, what the hell's the point of having this thing if it's not going to yeah. work in the cold? Yeah. But, I mean, hurricane comes through, especially because I live close enough to the coast. It would be perfect to have for the fact that once the power gets knocked out from a hurricane, it'll still run my entire house. Yeah, They're just not cheap. Aaron, don't don't push your wife. And Admiral Pendragon said, I looked into it today. Cheapest one is fifty five k. The ones at the dealer are over seventy. I mean, trucks are expensive anyway. Yeah, I mean, you're I probably mean, paying thirty five, forty for a nice truck. It's probably worth it for the. And, and you know what? If you wait a year, you'll be able to get them cheaper. Yeah, they, you know like I mean? it, it, as the technology, like it's a the technology will get better and more efficient. But now that people realize that that's it, now Chevy's probably going to build one. Uh, Dodge will build, and now as it, as it floods the market a little bit, it's like, oh, okay. I remember when you used to have to pay uh, if you wanted to have a hybrid, you had to pay like a ton more, right? And now, well, why would I pay for a hybrid when I could get an electric vehicle? And so the hybrid prices crash down. It's just that's just the way it works. So it'll it'll go down. Uh, so he said, "Did you talk about Lewis's epic KO?" I'll hit the podcast. If so, yeah, we 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 spent the whole first segment on we it. We did so. Uh, yeah, and it, it was epic. It was. It was it was incredible and it was uh profitable for the whole gang. So always a plus. Hey, can I uh did you see the um the United flight that had the the engine blew uh caught on fire? That's terrifying. I mean that has got to be the, did you hear the audio though of the pilots? They couldn't have been more calm. I mean so, it, it was it, I mean, I guess because uh, they're it's easy to be calm when you're not over the ocean. Imagine had they gotten out over the ocean and that happens. Yeah, then that, you're not calm. No, that's a that's a different animal. I mean, they had just taken off. Yeah, and but that had to be scary as hell. Well, you remember when that uh, was it Southwest where the cabin like the window busted and people started getting sucked out. Oh yeah, the lady got yeah, sucked the, out. The, yeah, the female pilot. I mean, she was also an Air Force vet, so she kind of would been through the rigors of stressful bleep happening. But the whole talk with the uh, with the tower was like. All right, I've got a busted fuselage. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to bring this down. I, she was cool as a cucumber. Meanwhile, like everybody, you can hear screaming in the background as humans are getting sucked out of a giant tube in the middle of the sky. It was it's human. Crazy. It was human. It was one human. It was only one person that got. That's the only person that's ever died on a Southwest flight, by the way. So, yeah, let's 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 be accurate. Here. Okay, it as the one human, but still, that's scary enough it, for it, an entire I, plane. It is. It? If but, I saw one human get sucked out of the plane, that's scary enough for me. Yeah. As long as I'm not the one human. Yeah. At that point, I'm kind of like, oh. 
Uh, I mean, if you do, pretty scary. If you do oh, yeah. get sucked out, I mean, you make the most of it on the way down, right? You might as well. You might as well enjoy the ride. Yeah, you're probably going to be dead within seconds, though. That's true. You, you probably get sucked through the engine, and like you're nothing but a bunch of grease. <laughs> yeah, let, let's say that's there's not there's no there's no positive to being sucked out of a uh, an airplane at thirty thousand feet. It's just not. There's no way it ends well. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I have I have another. But at least when you know you're dying, you can just go. Well, it's been a good run. You can make your peace with God as fast yeah. as you can. Uh, you might have a second to do it. Uh, you don't know. Um, I have another airplane story for you. This one's a a little different. Uh, a guy was on a, Air, a United Airlines flight bound for Tokyo uh, earlier this month. His name was Sexan Kumtong. Okay, fifty-two years old. Uh, he boarded a Los Angeles flight, a flight from Los Angeles to Narita, Japan. He'd been acting strange when he got on the flight. So uh, he reportedly began acting up shortly after takeoff when a crew member observed him banging on the airport bathroom doors. The flight attendant tried to direct him to a different restroom, at which point he attempted but failed to shove the crew member. Gets worse. Uh, he eventually returned to his seat, seat and fell asleep after being denied any more alcohol. Uh, which okay, are you sure this isn't a an autobiography? No, 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 no. <laughs> I I've never gotten physical on an airplane with anybody. All right, I don't get physical with anybody anymore. Uh, but when he awoke, he ordered more alcoholic beverages, but was denied. He then began swearing loudly before striking a flight attendant in the face. And attempting to take a, the crew a man member flight attendant or a lady. Flight I, it attendant. doesn't say, uh, but then tried to take the crew member to the floor of the aircraft. Okay. At one point, Mr. Kumtong also yelled, I will kill you. According to the FBI affidavit, crew members and passengers rushed to restrain the traveler before the flight was diverted to Anchorage, Alaska. The flight landed safely and was met by local officials. Uh, and he was of course arrested by the FBI. The problem was they had to, Put everybody in a hotel in Anchorage. Yeah, not wise. The that cost is. of the, of this idiot. How, how much do you think it costs to put two hundred twelve, pa- two hundred fourteen passengers and a staff into an oh, Anchorage hotel? Boy, uh, forty thousand dollars, sixty four thousand two hundred. Oh, so uh, yeah, his lawyer said he suffered from uncontrolled diabetes for several years. Yeah, I know a lot of people with diabetes that go nuts on airplanes. Come on. Um, so, yeah. So that that probably was, I mean, I'd rather. That's not a valid excuse. Is that I'd rather be on that plane than the plane where the engine fell off. Uh, yeah. Surprised someone didn't just smack that guy and just like, you know. Yeah. Control the situation physically. But. Yeah. Oh, well, at least he took a nap. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, so, like, if, what if he wouldn't have taken that nap? It could have been worse. Well, maybe they maybe they don't make it all the way to Anchorage. That's true. Although I'm guessing Anchorage to Narita is not that long of a flight. It does seem like a like maybe it would have been better for them to just go for it. Like, put the guy in those plastic handcuffs and just leave him on the floor. With, you know, <laughs> yeah. Let the Japanese deal with him. Let somebody let somebody sit on his back until you get there. Yeah. Do international flights not have a uh, air marshal on them when they're coming to the United States? I don't know. All all domestic flights have to now, right? Yeah, Ever since nine eleven, so. so I thought so. You would think if the first time he was going nuts, the air marshal would have already taken care of it. I also don't like not knowing who the air marshal is. 
Do you ever get on a plane and guess? Sometimes. I, I do that. I mean, one time I found out. Yeah, well, because yeah, you were disrupting things. No, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, I was, just because you wouldn't sit next to a fat person. No, it's because I couldn't sit next to a person <laughs> because they were so fat. <laughs> oh, man. 713-780-ESPN's the number. 713-780-3776. So, um, and a couple things that I wanted to get to NFL-wise. Uh, one involving what's happening with the TV rights, which affects us as watchers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a little update on J.J. Watt. Okay. We'll do that when we come back. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. I got all this water on me like Fiji. I'm posted up with in this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. And uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the NFL is negotiating new TV deals at the moment. They're they're looking for uh, the next 10 years. Okay. Apparently, they are... Uh, Asking for double the price for CBS, Fox, and NBC. Well, and and Disney is uh, balking at this because Disney already pays more than everybody right. else. They want a Super Bowl. Um, it'd be kind of interesting to see who's playing chicken here. Here's, I guess, something to consider, and we don't know what COVID's going to do for in you know for participation in stadiums next year right. or beyond. I I would guess that, you know, it's a good time to, to have broadcast rights on television because it, there's a lot more people who aren't going to be able to go to the game, so you want to watch them. But, but at the same time, are the advertisers out there spending as much money? Right. Are they going to spend double the money? I, I don't know that that's going to work either. Yeah, and also, when you look at it in terms of all the streaming services and everything else, are you getting the most bang for your buck? Now, these games still outrate your average TV show significantly, right. even even the bad ones. But I don't know if it, it makes sense to do that. However, I think, it's again, it's just a negotiating ploy. The NFL is going to say, oh, we want double. And I don't think they're getting that. No, I don't think they are either, but... That's where you start, I mean, right? I think they'll get more, but double? Oh. Yeah. I, I, although, again, if I own one of these companies, I don't I don't know if I'm I'm diving in with that. I don't think this is the 80s where if you're a network and you lose the NFL, you fall off the face of the earth. No. I mean, I think these you know, these networks now with their streaming services and those platforms, um, you know, the, that's, to me, you've got other options. And... You know, I, I don't know that I would spend that kind of money. So, uh, but we'll see. I, I think it's interesting because obviously Disney has Monday Night Football and the long history there. I mean, right now, doesn't every network have NFL? 
the four major networks, they all have they it. all have a piece. Yes, I mean, I guess ABC has it through ESPN. That's where they right. get theirs. But but Disney, the whole Disney, yeah, CBS, it. Fox, and and uh, NBC all have games. So I don't know. I mean, you don't want to be the one that doesn't. Certainly, but those, I don't know that. Well, NBC gets, I guess, the Sunday night football is their thing, and I guess they got some Thursday night football yep. tossed in. Um, I don't know, man. I, I yeah, you don't want to be the one that's left out, but you know, if, if the cost is going to be too much, at some point you got to say, hey, you know what, we'll let these guys pay them. Because the other thing you kind of do is if you all just sort of say, eh, we're uh, we're thinking about not paying this. What do you think? And everybody says, eh, okay, yeah, we're kind of with you. Um, it, it, I think everybody would probably be happy with the deals they have and just say, all right, well, we're not going to spend a bunch more money to get something else from you. But I, I, I think it's interesting because as fans, you know, we've got a lot of options right now to watch games. Yeah. And, and I think that's good. I also wonder long-term if that's the best thing for all these networks to con- continue doing that. Um, and then I, I promise you some JJ Watt news. Um, According to Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com, J.J. Watt is seriously considering making his way to Cleveland to play for the Browns. Okay. Uh, among the reasons he's interested, cap space, uh, for one thing, and a roster he thinks can compete for a Super Bowl. Well, so I guess it didn't work out with Buffalo. Uh, it says Steelers, Titans, Bills, and Packers have also been named as teams with interest in Watt. I'll be honest. Uh Titans, Bills, and uh, Steelers, you said? And Packers. Pack- Boy, almost all those places, maybe not Pittsburgh, all those other places feel like they're closer to a Super Bowl than Cleveland. Uh, agreed, except apparently the Packers have zero cap room, mm. and if he wants to get paid anything, that's not going to work out. Uh, you know, the Titans, I think, are, I don't know that the Titans are close to a Super Bowl. I think they're good enough to be a playoff team again. The Bills, the, to me, the Bills and the Packers, if you really are serious about a Super Bowl, those are the two teams that I think have the best chance. Well, those were the two teams in their conference championship games. Yeah, and I, I see no reason why those teams are going to be, uh, why they're going to fall off the face of the earth. And I, I think I'd like to see them in Buffalo. But I, I, I'd like to see them there too. But I, I also, I mean, I think Tennessee would be a good spot for him. I yeah, mean, and, he, and he likes Vrabel. I just, I just don't see that team as being a serious contender. I, I see them as being a playoff team, yeah. and that's kind of their ceiling. But, I mean, that's okay. Maybe that's all he wants. Well, they were in the AFC Championship a year ago. Two years they? ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Um, but I also think everything went right, and then they ran into the Chiefs. Yeah. So, uh, so this is how pissed would Aaron Rodgers be if the Packers signed J.J. to a sizable deal but didn't get him any receivers. Well, he's got a pretty – They can't sign him to a sizable deal. No, but he's got one of the best receivers in the league. What are we – Yeah. I mean, I don't know where this whole he doesn't have receivers things come from. Um, but, yeah. So this is amazing that the best player in Texans history would consider Cleveland as a better option for a ring. That shows you how far in the ground they drove this team. Yep. Now, this this team is one of the biggest jokes in all of sports right now. And it's and I think the scary thing is if – Nick Casario turns out to be a bum like these other cats. It could, it could get worse it than it is. It could get significantly worse. It could get a lot worse. And, and I think it, 
I think it's going to. I, I think this is about. I don't think Nick's, Nick Casario's as big of a dope as these other guys, but I don't know that he's not uh, uh, not dopey enough to overcome what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, just because he's not a big part of the problem doesn't mean that he's smart enough to be the solution. Well, and, and that's that's the thing. I always say I'll judge you based on what you what you do. So let's recap. What has he done so far? Hired David Cully as head coach. Yeah. Uh, decided to keep Jesus Easterby. Well, I don't think that's his decision. Well, then that's part of the problem because the GM should be making that decision, right? Uh, I, I mean, if it has to do with football, he should be. But 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 that, I mean, if this the, guy's the owner keep keeping him around, that's a, that's it was clear that that's an owner call. And okay, so he's. He's going for that. Great. He's agreeing with that. That's not a good decision, in my opinion. Well, th- I don't think he's fighting against down. it, certainly, because you, you got to put your foot down. Yeah, but you know what? You still have to do what's best for your franchise. And if you're looking at that going, you know what? This is this is becoming a real problem. I you know, love you to death, but you got to go. You, you have to step up and do something. And he hasn't done that. And he hasn't. we haven't heard about any cuts yet that he's made that's going to clear cap space. And all we've heard is, well, we're not trading Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And we're not even listening. And so far, I mean, I'm again, judging the guy on what he's done. Uh, yeah, I, I joke about, okay, you'll be a certain level. He's still level one. And, and, you know, I gave him a half point for cutting JJ Watt and letting JJ go somewhere else. That, that was the right thing to do. But then, you know, he hasn't done anything else. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I, I know that the most important stuff will come with free agency and, you know, if they make a trade and, and all that kind of stuff. But I have seen nothing out of this guy yet to indicate that, hey, he's going to be really right. good. And it just, I mean, that's the thing. I was counting on him being the adult in the room and coming in and saying, all right, we're going to do this, this, and this. And the more you listen to him, I don't really hear a plan. Uh, and I don't need to hear names, but... Yeah, I'd like to hear, yeah, we've got to get our, our cap situation under control. We've got to get some uh, defensive help in here. Um, and and you, you don't hear that. I mean, th- what, what you hear is, you know, well, we're going to build a culture. And we want to build a winning team. Okay. At some point, though, I'd, I'd like to see you move on from some of these guys. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll say this. Uh, didn't, didn't the, um, the, the Texans, uh, resign their scrubby, uh, uh, special teams running back to an extension today or something like that? Oh, did they? I thought I saw something. I I haven't gotten my Houston Texans transaction notice yet. I think you'll see one coming soon. Uh, Great. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what the, like, what can the Texans do that make you go, okay, I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see something here. Uh, yeah, Dontrell Hilliard signed a one-year deal. Yeah. Ooh. So everything's fixed. Mm, okay, does he play safety? No, I told you he's a scrubby special teams running back. All right, well, then everything's not fixed, AJ. <laughs> Jeez. How dare you, sir? Eh, your, hand, your, sta- your standards may be too high. No, I, I'm not looking for them to... At, at this stage, I just want to see a move that's not stupid. I mean, let, let's start with that because everything they do is dumb. And 
you know, at some point, if you just do something where I go, okay, even if you trade Deshaun Watson and you get a ridiculous haul for him, then I'll be like, okay, you know what? That wasn't dumb. Yeah. You did the right thing. But if you trade him for some magic beans, which there's nothing to indicate they wouldn't do that because it's a dumb organization. And do we trust a dumb and a con man that the GM they've hired is going to be good? And we don't know. He's never been a GM. Yeah. We just know that, oh, he worked with the Patriots. And everybody says. They just assume. Everybody says he's really smart. Well, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen anything to indicate he's really smart. Which is, you know. What and again, he's he, there's a long time for him him to make these moves, and, and when he does, then we can look at it and say, all right, you know. But if if you just keep Nick Martin around at the price you're paying for that, is that a smart move? Probably not. And Bernardrick McKinney, yeah. I mean, th- these are guys that you can clear some cap space with and replace with cheaper options who will yeah. give you just as much production. Which is why I said all along, if you make the right hires, you can fix this in a hurry. But they haven't made the right hires. And yeah, I, I, I find the hires they've made uninspiring thus far. So we'll see. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Also asking, how about that Tahoe Ice Saturday? You know, that was one of the coolest views I've ever seen of the hockey game with the mountains in the background. But yeah, they had they had some issues with the ice. Yeah. It didn't work out so well. They have like a nine-hour delay on Saturday. Something like that. And then yesterday's game was, uh, I mean, they didn't have any problems like that, but it was, they also started it later. So, All right. Uh, <laughs> Did you see El Chapo's wife got arrested for drug trafficking? Shocker, really? Did he think? Did she, did she think they wouldn't be like keeping an eye on her? It seems like not yeah. wise, guys. Oh, well. She's kind of hot. So he says that running back extension should shut the door on a trade involving McCaffrey. Solve the I, argument between you know the what? two. You know what? That does solve the argument. You're right. They can't uh, afford anything else at running back. All right. Quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. is the blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 live from the veritex community bank studios here's fred fowler and aj hoffman and we're back on the blitz hey we got a little giveaway for you guys football is not over at 536 we'll take the third caller to 713-780-3776 you'll win a pair of tickets to see the state fair classic spring game at the cotton bowl in dallas See one of the fiercest rivalries in SWAC football history. It's the Prairie View Panthers take on the Grambling Tigers Saturday, February 27th in the Dallas Cotton Bowl Stadium. And for the HBCU fans, enjoy a live halftime concert featuring R&B group Drew Hill. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. So uh, it's like the Rockets will will unveil their, their new big man tonight, huh? Mm, apparently. Justin Patton. 
uh, Creighton Blue Jay. Magnificent son of a bitch. Creighton Blue Jay, Justin Patton. Um, I'm intrigued by him, I guess. I guess it's been a while since he got drafted. Sometimes these guys, when they get drafted and they don't play in the league, I just forget that they exist. And he got drafted three years ago, and he's just been playing in the G League. Yeah. I just forget that Justin Patton was ever a basketball player, and then I hear his name. I'm like, oh, I know Justin Patton. He used to play for Creighton. I don't know where he's at now. Well, I guess it turns out he was in the G League, uh, but with no Cousins, no Wood, and apparently no Oladipo tonight, uh, Justin Patton's going to get some run. How was he doing in the uh, G League? Uh, I don't know. I guess I should look up his G League stats. That would tell me something. Um, here we go. Justin Patton in G League play. He had played in four games and was averaging 10 points per game, uh, seven rebounds per game, and two blocks this year. Okay. Career G League. He is 12 points, six and a half rebounds, and uh, two blocks. So, but also over two turnovers a game. All right. Uh, squeezing a call. Chris. Hey, guys. Hey, sports. Go. Action. Hey. Hey, so uh, going back, y'all are talking uh, with some of the transactions for the Texans. What's the hard date for making these cuts where it doesn't affect cap space? And then even like with the Watson trade, is there a hard deadline? Something like that's got to happen. I'll hang up and listen. I think a deadline for a Watson trade is the draft. If you don't do something before the draft, I don't like your chances of getting it done. Yeah, And there's no reason to panic right now because – you got plenty of time before the draft. Now, ideally, if I'm another team who's making that deal, I want to know before free agency, which is March 17th, if I'm going to get the guy. Because I, I, I mean, because it, it is a twofold thing. I mean, the first part is free agency, and then the second part is the draft. So if you're going to make that kind of a move and give up that kind of a haul to bring in a guy like Deshaun Watson, I need to know, let's, let's just say I'm the Jets and I'm trading you all my draft picks. Well, I need to know what I'm going to do in free agency, right? So it needs to happen before then if it's me. Because then I've, I clear cap room and I go out and I sign his buddy Will Fuller and anybody else I, that, that I can get around him. And Because you're going to have to build with free agents if you make those kind of moves. Uh, but, you know, that, that's, that's if you're the other team. I, I would be, you would have to make that move before then. But if you're the Texans, I, I think you, wait, you want to try to wait until the draft. You get the best um you want to get the best possible haul for him now, I, as far as cutting these other players that's uh that's when the league year starts on on march 17th yeah I, I think that if i'm the texans i don't even start returning calls or accepting calls until deshaun says i'm willing to fully waive my no trade clause because if the number of if the pool is limited on who you can trade with then you're not going to get the best value back. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it, and if anybody knows that the pool is limited, like if he says, I want to play for the Jets or, you know, the the, the Bears. Well, now you've got two teams who are going to bid, but 
they're going to underbid. They're going to underbid. Because they know yeah. I'm only against one other team, and you know that they're going to call you back and say, okay, this is what they offered. Can you beat it? If you open it up and say, I, I'm willing to go to any other team, any of the 31 teams in this league I'd be happy to play for, okay, now, now I'll start taking some calls. Because now I know that, you know, if the Lions are willing to overpay for you, then that's where you go. And there's no, well, I'm not, I don't, no negotiating and saying, oh, I'm not going there. I'm not cutting that off my list. Like, you can't do that. I need you to say, I, w- I waive my no trade clause. I'll go wherever. And then, okay, let's, let's do it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down with that. But uh, even, if you're, even if you don't waive your no trade clause and you give me a list of teams you'll go to, I'm still playing the other teams against them. Yeah. And now that's going to be a bad look if they offer you a much better deal than what you wind up getting, a la, oh, I don't know, DeAndre Hopkins. But that you still want to try to drive the price up. And if it's Jets, Miami, Denver, whichever, you know, I'll I'll have those guys bid against each other. And you know, and that's how you, that's how you do it. It's kind of like what we're talking about with the negotiations over the TV stuff. You're going to ask for a ridiculous price. And they're going to lowball you because that's how it starts. And then you go from there and you build the deal from there. And I hope that that my, my problem is I just don't trust Nick Casario or any of these guys to make a good deal for him. Cause I think there's great deals out there to be had. And I, I will stand by this. I think if you made the right deal, you could be more competitive faster than if you try to rebuild around Deshaun Watson with the way this roster is constructed right now with so few impact players. Uh, I I think if you could get two or three impact players and a serviceable quarterback, uh, you know, offensively, I think there's enough there for you to be competitive. And if you can rebuild your defense, I I think that's, those are things that could be done with that kind of package. But I don't trust them to do it. I was was reading somebody, I forget who I was reading, who the, the article was. It was, I was reading on my phone, so I didn't even like pay attention. But I was reading about, a potential trade partner being the Chargers. Would you take like would you take Justin Herbert two firsts? Like would that would that be I, and if you're and also if you're the Chargers, would you give Justin Herbert in two firsts? I'm kind of thinking maybe you don't do that. Yeah. Um see, and it, it kind of gets back to the discussion the other day that we were we were talking about that I don't think Christian McCaffrey makes sense for the Texans. To right. take. Justin Herbert does. Justin Herbert does, but does it make sense for the Chargers? Because if I'm the Texans, I probably want Justin Herbert. I want draft picks. I and I want you know, I'm gonna ask for Joey Bosa. You know, I'm gonna ask for that kind of package. Does that make sense for the Chargers? I think they're closer and, and they have a quarterback on a rookie deal that I think gives you a couple more years to get competitive. I, I, I don't think I'd do it if I'm the Chargers. Because for, I don't think I would for what I'd have to pay the Texans, in theory. Like, honestly, if I'm the Chargers, like we were talking about Trevor Lawrence, would you would you take uh, Trevor Lawrence for Deshaun straight up? And if I was the Jags, I would say no. I mean, honestly, if you if you said, do you want Deshaun Watson for Justin Herbert straight up? Like I'd, I'd pre- if I'm the Chargers at that point, I probably ha- have to consider it. But if you say Justin Herbert plus picks, I'm probably saying no. Well, yeah, because I'm not doing it straight up. Yeah, uh, if I'm the Texans, but for the Chargers, it doesn't make sense if you if you add more than that. 
exactly, and that and that's that's my point. That's why I think it's it, the speculation doesn't really make sense because it, it, it wouldn't. It, there's no deal there, and it, it is to me like the Jacksonville thing. There's no deal that makes sense for both teams. If you're the the Texans and you're just trading for Trevor Lawrence, that's not really enough. And if you're the Jags, you're not really giving up more than that. You'd rather, probably rather have Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So that deal doesn't make sense. The, because if you get Deshaun Watson, now Deshaun Watson's stuck on your same crappy roster. Right. And you're 4-12 and 12 because yeah. guess what? That's, that's what he was last year. So it, it has to make sense. It, and it does make sense for a team like Carolina where the owner's saying, hey, we let's want go, him at all costs. Let's go all in, yeah. And, and that being the case, I'm driving up the price. Uh, and, you know, and it makes sense for the Jets. It makes sense for the Dolphins. It makes sense for the Broncos. And so if it only you, makes sense for the Dolphins if they don't believe Tua can play. Yeah, or because if they think Tua can play, they've got four years of cheap team control on Tua and and, and some good draft picks. Yeah, and they but they've also you and also look, close. You look at it and say, okay, they were ten and six with Fitzpatrick and and an ineffective Tua last year. What would they be with Deshaun Watson? And, right, and if they look at it like that, then they might want to go all in on it. I I, I would if I'm the Dolphins, I stay I stand pat. I think I do too because uh, I still have high hopes for Tua, and he's on his rookie deal, and you keep all those picks. You add uh, you add a stud receiver for him. Uh, I I think that there's there's a lot you could do, uh, but you know the, the and if you're the Jets, I mean, I think that the Jets kind of want to build things patiently as well. But realistically, it's New York. You bring in a star. Well, and with the Jets, you're not going to get a play like the Jags probably think they've got a better player than Deshaun Watson. They they think that tre- and reasonably. So, like, it's reasonable to say that Trevor Lawrence could be better than Deshaun Watson. I don't think anybody looks at Zach Wilson and says, oh, that guy will be better than Deshaun Watson. Like, they, if you're the Jets, you can't realistically think that. So, it's, well, it's it, more intriguing at that point. But you still don't know. I mean, no, it, it, as good as we think Lawrence is going to be, he may, not, he may not be great. And Wilson may be better than, than we think, and that's that's the thing. That, sure, he could be the next but, Steve Young. But, but like, we also it, thought Sam Darnold would be good. Right. And these guys miss a lot more often than they hit. All right, got to tell you about Carbach. We'll talk to Eric coming up at 6 o'clock, see what they're up to over at Carbach. Uh, but for now, I'm going to tell you about the great beers that they've got going. And on top of the great beers, you could try the ranch water. Uh, and I, I gave some to my buddies this weekend, and they were like, oh, wow, that was way better than I thought it was going to be. And if you're not a beer drinker or if, you're, or if you are a beer drinker, I, I understand being hesitant to try one of these hard seltzers, but sometimes you want to change it up, and that ranch water is a great way to change it up. I think it mixes great with tequila. Uh, I, I, that's probably my favorite way to drink it. It's a super low-carb way to drink it. Uh, and it's just a great thing when you when you don't feel like drinking beer. On that odd night, you don't feel like drinking beer. But if you do feel like drinking beer, of course, they've got the uh, the Hopadillo, the Love Street, the Crawford Bach, all the usual standbys. And if you go to the brewery, they've got even more stuff, stuff you can't find anywhere else in the whole wide world. Plus, you can get yourself a great meal while you're there seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbach. Just can't get enough, guy. Just always so puff, guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. The Blitz. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is the number. 713-780-3776. Have Eric talk a little beer here at 6 o'clock. But right now, you know what time it is. It's time for the Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. Okay, so I don't know if these guys would have made Dumbass Report or if they were actually pretty smart. They just didn't execute well. Okay. But two Florida women decided they wanted to get COVID-19 vaccinations. Okay, reasonable. Yeah. Um, The women were young and healthy, basically, 44 years old, the other 34. So they decided to dress up like grannies. Uh, The get-up included bonnets, gloves, glasses, the whole thing. Workers at the Orange County Convention Center vaccine site noted the women looked funny and stopped them before they could get their shots. There had also been an issue with the IDs and driver's license they provided. Uh, but they were coming. But the thing is, they got away with the first dose. They were coming in for their second dose. Oh, really? Yeah, they said they don't know how they were able to get the first shot, and it's unclear if they used the same ruse. It seems like if you had already gotten the first shot, yeah, you, gotta, you, you don't even need to show up in costume the second time. Just show up and say, oh, here's my card. That's the thing. That's why I think they got to go as dumbasses, right? That's dumbass. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, but, uh, and you don't want to waste the second shot. So you right. just give it to them anyway, but then you could charge them if you wanted, which I, they did, but apparently, uh, the number of people trying to falsify their identities to get the shot is probably higher than we expected. Oh, I'm sure. Um, security has been ramped up at the vaccination site as a result, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with, if you already got the first shot. Then why? There's no point in dressing up. Yeah, why Just the ruse? You got away with it. it this yeah. is a problem. Criminals are are dumb and greedy. Not wise. Because you get away with a crime once, you think, oh, this is easy. I'll get away with it again. Whoops. But that is your Zadok Jewelers gem of the day. The gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gem of the day see what megan mccain said about the vaccine i did not megan mccain this was an actual quote from megan mccain on the view today and i'm sure she probably thinks she's coming off like a perfectly normal human the fact that me or the fact that i megan mccain host of the view don't know when i'm going to get my vaccination should be very concerning oh my god really really you're a 36-year-old rich white lady. Shame. Like, slow down. I know you want to. I probably. I know you want to get out to a, a a nightclub or something. But AJ, you know the. It's ridiculous that I, Fred Fowler, host of the Blitz, 56-year-old man with type two diabetes, doesn't know when I'm going to get my. It shot. is ridiculous. Give me a break. You're very famous, Fred. I mean, honestly, Fred, you become very famous. I have to tell you. Th- thank, thank you, Donald. We miss you. But no, we don't. Uh, but I, no, I mean, I, I don't really, it, it, that's, that's the ultimate, do you know who I am thing? So look, I got on the waiting list like everybody else. I haven't been informed when I am, I'll, I'll do it. And then, yeah, yeah. Although I, I'm not looking forward to that second shot. That's what everybody tells me sucks the most. 
But uh, don't ask why is she entitled. Uh, well, the fact that she, like, listen, a lot of people don't <laughs> haven't gotten that thing yet. She's a thirty-six-year-old, perfectly healthy woman. To say that the fact that I, AJ Hoffman, host <laughs> of the Blitz. I'm a very, very famous and powerful person. I don't know when I'm going to get the vaccine. Like, does that not sound ridiculous? Yeah. See, this is yeah, this is why did, text so. is a problem because y'all read it that way. I read her thing of why does as her saying why does she think Megan McCain thinks that she's entitled to the shot? Yeah, not well, like that, why that, did no. you call her entitled? Why does Megan? No, no, what no, makes Megan McCain that, think yeah, that that's, she's entitled? That's what she. That's what she meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah you he under he's understood that we yeah. were saying why do you call her entitled? When, gotcha. I thought you were saying well, why does that make no, her no, entitled? No, 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 no. She, she no. She she was asking why why does she like, think why she's does she entitled? deserve to get it? Well, you know why because she's a rich white lady. Of course, she thinks she's entitled. Honestly, I I mean. I, I'm looking forward to, to getting it when the time comes, but I don't think I should get it before anybody Dude, else. I didn't even sign up to get it. Yeah, you, I, you, you, you basically, and this is very common, and maybe if she just wants to go stand around someplace and wait in case somebody doesn't show up, then she can get her shot because they don't want them to go to waste. Maybe that's the move. And, and that's fine, and it, it's, you know, I'm assuming that's what happened with you is that somebody canceled and you had an opportunity yeah. to get it, so good for you. Um, I, I will just wait my turn. And, you know, I, I don't need to be any farther in line or than anybody else. I mean, I, for, yeah, I'm, I'm a, yeah, but you're Fred Fowler, host of the blitz, <laughs> the greatest show in the history of the known universe. But no, I mean, I, I'm, I've recently had it, so I'm not worried about it. I mean, I, and, and frankly, I, I I'm Keith Richards, man, you know, this stuff ain't going to kill me. And, and so I'm not in any, any rush. Let the people who are in more danger who haven't had it yet? That's like you haven't had it yet. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with you getting it before me because I have. So anyway, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Somebody asked one of the Real Housewives of Atlanta going to get their COVID shots. I don't know. They should though. I don't even know. You who know the what? Housewives this, are. I don't know this, their names. I feel like they should have been the test subjects because maybe the world doesn't need them anyway. So if it went bad, eh, I was, eh. I was okay with that, but. I mean, this is kind of a Karen move, right? Oh, very much so. Yeah, so she's just a famous Karen now. Yes. Congratulations. I mean, how many poor people are going to get it before it's my turn? All these damn plebs taking my vaccinations. Those damn pores. How dare you, pores? Well, frankly, I'm good with as many pores getting it before her as possible. <laughs> Same. I'm team poor. All right. Quick break. We'll talk with Eric Warner. We come back. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. ESPN 97.5.